We need to talk. The acclaimed Showtime original docuseries Couples Therapy returns with an addictive and revealing new season. Dr. Orna is back in session, helping four new couples grapple with real issues from religion and sex to polyamorous power dynamics. Collider says it's like nothing else on TV. It's breakup or breakthrough with the new season of Couples Therapy. Couples Therapy is now streaming with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Visit ParamountPlus.com to try it for free. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends. I'm Cameron Rogers, host of Freckle Foodie and Friends podcast, which is now on Dear Media. Are you wondering what just happened to your life after having a baby or struggling with your mental health during postpartum? That was me just a few months ago. Are you working on healing your relationship with yourself, your body, and or food? Same. We are all on a journey to self-love and acceptance, and I am right there with you. That's what Freckled Foodie and Friends is all about, reminding you that no matter what, you are not alone. Make sure to tune in for season five, launching with Dear Media on November 9th and subscribe to listen to new episodes every Wednesday morning. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Happy Friday, besties. It's your girl, Cami Crawford. And today I'm still on hiatus. Okay, don't get your hopes up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm still taking a much needed break. I'm very, very excited. I've got a vacation planned. Okay, your girl is going. I'm getting my braids and I'm going out of the country. All right. You know, whenever a black girl gets braids, it means that she's going somewhere. So I'm very, very excited. But in the meantime, in between time, I wanted to give you guys a best of type of situation. Okay, so we're calling this single girl era all stars edition. All right. So this episode is going to be a combination of three different episodes to get you through your single girl era, your single girl phase, whether whatever it is, if you're getting out of a long-term relationship, a situationship, a short little, you know, fling that you just can't let go for whatever reason. And your friends are like, bitch, what's wrong with you? And you're like, no, he was the love of my life, but you only knew him for like five minutes at a bar, whatever it might be a divorce. Who knows? Doesn't matter. You are single, you are in the streets and it is officially summer. Okay. So the streets are calling. So today we have a compilation of episodes 
We have What to Do When You Know It's Over with Katie Maloney. You know her from Vanderpump Rules. Yes. I mean, Vanderpump Rules is like, there's so much going on with that right now. But if you want to know what was happening kind of in the midst of Katie's divorce with Tom, you want to keep listening to this. Then we're going to take it all the way back, okay, to my life update. I'm single episode. Yeah, life update. I'm very much taken, very happy, getting married, but not engaged. But that was a great episode. I feel like I got so much love for that episode from you guys. And, you know, if you haven't heard that yet and you're going through it right now, even if you're not, like, it's just nice to kind of look back on life and the places that you've been and how far you've come. Because even when I listen to that episode now, I'm like, wow, she was hurt as fuck, but she was strong as shit. And that's amazing in a totally, completely different place now. So much better. And just like so much life has happened since then, but still an amazing episode and a definite must listen. And then we're going to go to not everyone deserves a second chance with my girl Nella Rose, who is hilarious. It was such a fun episode to record. And if you haven't caught it and you haven't heard it yet. You gotta, 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 gotta listen today. So we're gonna do like kind of like a little, you know, a little best of situation, a little all-star situation to get you through whatever the fuck it is that you're going through in life and just let you know that like you're not alone and you're going to get through this. So I hope you all enjoy your amazing weekend. I hope you have some fun plans, some fun dates, some fun, you know, uh, letting goes happening. Maybe you're breaking up with somebody. That can be fun. I love you all so much, and I miss you so, so much. Enjoy the episode. Let's get to it. Katie, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) I know that you have had, like, a crazy couple of weeks. Months, weeks, years. Yeah. (laughs) Life. All of it. Yeah. (laughs) It has been nuts. Obviously, if you guys know Katie and you know anything about her on Vanderpump and her life and relationship, you are currently going through a very public breakup or divorce. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys were together for 12 years. Yeah. Married for? Almost five and a half over five. But 12 years is, that's, I mean, that's like a long-term marriage. Like people, you know, that's basically like. It's a lifetime. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a, over a decade. I mean, we grew up together. He's. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys were together before the show started filming. Mm-hmm. So the show came out in 2013. Yeah. And we, we met and started dating in 2010. Mm. That's, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's a different world. In I know. 2010. 2010. What even happened in 2010? Who know. remembers 2010? I know. I was Miss Teen USA in 2010. <gasps> oh my God. But I feel like a completely different person than obviously I was at Same. 17. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a totally different totally different world. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, Instagram <laughs> had not even come out yet. No. Uber did not exist. No, did not. So just to give people a time timeline of like what was going on at that time. It was a completely Correct. different world. Mm-hmm. And you guys spent a very I'm assuming beautiful life together. Like you guys had went through a lot of different things and you were on a show publicly together mm-hmm. and you know different things are playing out in the public sphere and you made the decision. You were actually the one who asked him to be your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, because we, so when we met, it was very casual. I think we, he was not really interested in a relationship. I wasn't either. I was, I was pretty jaded and, mm. and broken down by 
dating in LA yeah. <laughs> as it does. Yeah. It's brutal out here. Yeah. But yeah, we'd spent some time together and we both, you know, caught feelings along the way. And it was kind of like, well, we should probably establish some kind of boundaries or figure out what this is. And, you know, I know we both liked each other. And I remember, I think it was Stassi or you know, it was probably Stassi. She was like, well, how would you feel if tomorrow, you know, he started dating someone else or someone else came in the picture? I'm like, oh, uh-uh, Mm-mm. fuck that. So, yeah. <laughs> so I asked him to lunch and I was like, listen, I know we both don't want a relationship, but yeah. yeah. I was like, so will you be my boyfriend? And he's like, I don't know if I'd be a very good one. And I was like, that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'll be either, but we should probably just try this out and, mm-hmm. and know rather than just walking away because, you know, this could be a good thing. Who knows? Yeah. But looking back on it, we talk <laughs> a lot about, we talk a lot on this show about when people show you who they are, when they tell you what they're capable of, you have to believe them. So like looking back now when he said that, I don't know if I'll be a very good one. Obviously, I'm sure there were plenty of good times over 12 years, <laughs> spent 12 yeah. years with someone. But like looking back, do you wish that you would have taken more time before like committing? I mean, we if we had, it was like probably three or four months of that you know i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like we'd given a lot of time of getting to know each other and hanging out Mm -hmm. i think it was kind of giving myself a baby ultimatum and him baby ultimatum being like Mm -hmm. okay either we like do this for real or we like walk away yeah you know yeah i gave us both of a choice and i said i i know i'm not really about this relationship but like i have feelings for you Mm. You have feelings, I know, because you keep asking my friend why I'm not texting you back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, yeah, in hindsight, it's, yeah, it's, that's what you're saying is true. Like, when someone's telling you, mm-hmm. you should probably believe them. But I guess, I mean, it, 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 throughout our relationship, it was always kind of me being, like, kind of, like, holding the iron to him a little bit. Because mm-hmm. he is a bit commitment-phobic. Well, but it's like, but once he, yeah, but, like, once I kind of, like, <laughs> gave him, like, a little bit of push or nudge, he's like, I love this. Yeah. I'm yeah. thriving in this life. I'm like, see, it's not so scary. Mm-hmm. Why you got to be such a puss about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's, 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 it's pointless to even go there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I feel like there were times in my last relationship where it was like, you kind of were giving me the signs. You kind of <laughs> told me, but I kind of ignored it. Like, you know, we all, like we say, like the red flags start looking like six flags after a while. And you start being like, <laughs> wee, this is great. But like, you know, that. you don't like actually see it. It's, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, I, yeah, probably. Yeah. But also it's like I was 24 at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, yeah. if this doesn't work out, then whatever. Back right. to, like I'd already been through yeah. enough with dudes. So like, yeah. it was just like yellow. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> So then, so you initiated the initial relationship, but then you also initiated the divorce. Yeah. How long did it take to kind of figure out that you kind of wanted to go in that direction? Well, I mean, when I started really becoming aware of it, I felt like it was subconsciously maybe longer mm-hmm. because there were those, like, I was aware of this these certain patterns and behaviors of things I was not okay with ultimately that that was becoming the focal point of why mm-hmm. there was other obviously other things but it was towards the end of like last summer fall time that i just i started to feel like really uneasy about mm. things mm-hmm. just 
like the uncertainty and the unsureness. Like it was like waking up inside my life and being like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, I don't know that this is my future. I don't know that this is what I want anymore. I don't know that I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I knew that we had had problems and issues in the past. And I really thought that we did great about working through them. But what I was realizing is that, no, I just was suppressing feelings. Mm-hmm. I was just compromising myself yeah. and my happiness along the way and just convincing myself that like I could live with this mm-hmm. you know that the, the, I this is what I had signed up for like oh I know who I married those kind of things mm-hmm. that like that I was just used to it yeah and and I just and all of a sudden there was just a voice inside of my head saying like you don't want this you don't want this for the rest of your life and you know it you know it and every day it's like became like louder and all of the the past issues and the more present ones just like really just came into focus and it was just like would not shut up and would not let me not focus on it on a constant basis and I was like what is this trying to like tell me yeah is this telling me that I should not be in this marriage in this relationship anymore because that's really sad to me you know I don't you don't because again, like, I didn't put 12 years into this relationship. I didn't marry this person because I ultimately wanted to get a divorce. You know, we were, you know, at one point trying to start a family. That was like a goal of ours together. And, you know, he was just, I had been fighting for this relationship. I'd been, you know, we'd been through a lot. So, again, you think about all this time and effort you put into it but then I'm also thinking about like wh- what have I done for myself in this what am mm-hmm. I getting out of this are my needs being met and I felt like I was just kind of beaten down in a lot of ways that you know my confidence and had suffered I felt like very insecure I felt like I was coming last in the relationship and in his life you know I felt like he was you know choosing everyone else in the room and in his life before me. Were we dating the same person? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, and it's just, it was just like really difficult. And I was just like, you know, and and, and then I started to feel that I was just very, and then eventually I checked in with like, okay, well, how am I feeling like emotionally in this like connection? And I just began to realize that like, I was not checked into it. Mm -hmm. That I was like, I don't know that I'm in love anymore. Like, I knew that I loved him. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know that I feel that anymore. Yeah. It's, Which is it's a really, scary place to be. It, it's really scary because when you're with someone for so long and it's so familiar and it's so comfortable and so safe, you don't check in with those emotions. No. You don't do it. You don't think about it yeah. until you have to, until you're forced to. And I mean, I'm trying to, like, summarize everything because this, this, this all took place over, you know, the course of, like, three, four months. And I didn't. I don't really talk to a lot of people about it because I didn't want, I'm one of those people that like, I don't want opinions. Mm. I want to hear, I don't want to like audition this <laughs> for people. I just, yeah. I I need to just figure out like, what is this about? Mm-hmm. Am I just going through something in <laughs> my period? Yeah. You know, like, Am I in my period? And <laughs> like, is this just like a passing thing? Like, is this something else? Or like, is this for real? Like, am I, yeah. am I at a breaking point? Am I, if I've been ignoring the writing on the wall for so long and now it's just come to this that like I 
need to make a decision and I have just been ignoring it for so long that I'm gonna lose sleep every single night until I do something. And that's really what it was. And finally, when I did open up and talk to, you know, like my best friend and my mom, they were like, Katie, we've seen it. We've, we've seen, you know, kind of like the dynamic between you guys. And as long as you were happy, I just thought like, all right, well, if she's happy, then fine. But, you know, you don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. And we love, and then everyone's like, we love Tom. And, you know, we love you guys together. But like, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. And I felt that, you know, it's like, I love him, he's my best friend, but this is just not my future. You have the conversation, I'm assuming, or several conversations about the divorce, which I'm sure was not fucking easy at all. Yeah, I mean, you try to gently bring up like, hey, so I don't think I'm totally happy. You know, Mm -hmm. like I, I just, I agonized over like how to bring it up for like a month and a half. Yeah. And then I tried to bring it up, not totally brought up divorce right away. And, you know, of course it was shocking to him because he is kind of checked out himself. I mm. mean, he, like he's been going through a lot like with like family stuff and like he's tried to open up a bar. And so, I, of course, I was feeling guilty about putting another thing on his plate. Mm-hmm. But I like I'm supposed to just suffer with this and more. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't. I'm like, listen, I know this is really terrible timing, but like, yeah. I'm also dying over here, yeah. so I gotta like say this, and you know, it's like I kind of position as like, well, maybe we could work on some things, but then I think we went to like one therapy session, and in that therapy session, I just was like, I don't want to do this. Mm. It just kind of like I I had like a little mini panic attack, and was like, I think I'm actually actually yeah. out. <laughs> and was he receptive? Like, was he on the same page? Was it mutual? I asked him to have another conversation and I was like I think I, I want a divorce and he was really upset yeah of course of course yeah you know because he you know he, he didn't want that because he's like I'm still in love with you and I'm so you know mm-hmm. and I, it, that's so hard it's so hard because here I am I've already processed a lot of these complicated emotions and you know sat through it on my own and you know it's, I knew I knew that I, I mean I didn't fully know how he was gonna because maybe he would have been like oh my god thank god me too you know Mm. who knows it could have gone one way or the other i mean i had a feeling it was gonna go the way it went but you never know because he had been a little checked out himself right right so yeah i mean it was hard and so yeah for two weeks it was like a lot of tears on both of our parts obviously because it's it's incredibly sad like it's the end of an era 12 years together it's it is devastating but what was important to me is that while I still, you know, love him and care about him, I didn't want to stick it out when I knew when I just knew in my heart it wasn't there for me anymore. And mm-hmm. to have to get to a point where I'm I lose respect for a person or hate them or resent them would be the worst thing I could do. Yeah. I, so if I could be just totally honest with him and, and try to do this in a way that could be peaceful and loving you know together yeah and he you know and he's he's he is wonderful and he while he obviously didn't agree and want himself he understood and Mm -hmm. you know since then and once you know those couple first couple weeks sort of passed by it's been a really honestly beautiful and peaceful and great you know like as a couple not great Mm -hmm. (laughs) but as a divorce 
divorced couple, I guess you'd say. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Child, tis the season. Allergy season, that is. I don't know about you, but I feel like every time I step outside of my door, as soon as I even, even if I crack a window open, I am hit with the pollen, the dander, the this, the that, all of the things that make me absolutely miserable and I need relief. But luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. And I don't have to suffer anymore because shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples because you know we need them, especially during times like this. Okay, unprecedented allergy times. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now, I have been reaching for Claritin D for as long as I can remember. It was actually the very first allergy pill that I had ever tried. And there's a reason for that. It really, really works and relieves your symptoms so quickly. As fast as you can even say the word pollen, Claritin D can work just as fast for you. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies at all? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I don't think I even have to say it. Like Sephora is for the girls. Like we love Sephora, the girls. We are obsessed. I mean, I'm in Sephora probably, I don't know, once a week. But what I love about Sephora is their wide variety of clean makeup brands and products. I'm a huge fan of Milk Makeup. I don't know if you guys have been put on. I've tried to put you on in the past, but if you have not tried that Hydro Grip Primer, you are missing out, okay? I'm obsessed. I have Milk Makeup, Hydro Grip Primer, and the setting spray. I'm in love with them. They keep my makeup lasting all day. And I've been loving the Amicole Lip Treatment Oil. Honey, the best. I have it on right now. That's how much I love it. It's the most amazing lip oil, and it's clean which means it's not filled with like all that gunk that a lot of other makeup brands are filled with. And, you know, we love makeup. We love beauty. But if we can make good decisions for ourselves and our bodies, why not do that? To learn more, visit Sephora.com slash clean. And the next time you go to Sephora, I'm telling you, you have to, have to, have to try those products that I just told you about. They are amazing. I want to know what you guys think, but I don't do my makeup without that Hydro Grow Primer from Milk. And I probably put that lip treatment oil on my lips from Amicole mm, every day. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I'm telling you. So try them out. Let me know what you think. And of course, you know, think about me when you're shopping at Sephora next. I know you will. But again, to learn more about Sephora's clean makeup brands and products, go to Sephora.com clean and let me know what you get, besties. You guys have heard me talk about every plate in the past, but every plate is now owned by HelloFresh. And now they have a wider array of meal plans to choose from so that there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands and now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. The summer is here, honey, and you do not want to be caught at the next summer soiree with nothing on the table. I'm trying to have an hors d'oeuvre when I arrive. That's why HelloFresh is so amazing because with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. 
Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. And this summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes, too. And if you're a snacker like me, HelloFresh Market has new snacks, meals, and more to add onto your weekly order, like their fun s'mores bundle for the kids. But if you need dinner ready like now, look for quick and easy recipes on the HelloFresh menu, including fast and fresh options, ready in just 15 minutes or less. And that's why I love HelloFresh, because sometimes I'm not trying to be slaving away in the kitchen all day. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Cami16 and use code Cami16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Cami16 and use code Cami16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. And try out America's number one meal kit, bestie. All right, let's get back to the show. If you're going through it right now, just know that I get it and I understand and take time for you. Take time to be sad. Feel those feelings. Cry it out because, listen, Ariana Grande, no tears left to cry. Like, I literally cannot cry another single tear, I don't think. I, I'm not sure. I'm. Who knows? Like, in those dark moments, maybe it'll come out. And if it does, let it. You have to get it all out and, you know, really feel it to be able to move on. And in those moments when you think about the good times, which there will always be good times in every relationship. That's why you were there, right? Like, that's why you were even in it. Also, remind yourself of the other shit that pissed you off and the shit that was completely unacceptable. Like, because there's plenty of that. If you're breaking up, there's probably a reason, you know? And then also thinking about the things that you can do better but mainly thinking about the ways that they fucked up because that's going to make you feel better. (laughs) Anyways, thank you guys for listening. You know, this is called relationship for a reason. Like, the shit hits the fucking fan sometimes. And it it just, it'd be like that. It'd be like that, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, it's it's been rough. It's been rough. And I'm still trying to pick up the pieces, figure my life out. I just cleaned my apartment last night a little bit. Um, Like finally did my laundry because I had like pounds of laundry everywhere that wasn't done. You know, like the little things, got my hair done, got my nails done, got my lashes done, bad bitch shit, you know, just back on my shit. So yeah, I keep saying I have nothing else to say about that and then keep saying other things. I just want, I just want for you guys to understand that it's never too late to start over. It's never too late. You never have to stay in anything that is not making you a thousand percent happy or the other person a thousand percent happy because, you know, if your partner is a decent human being, they deserve to be happy too. And if they're not, then they don't deserve shit. So if anything that I said makes you feel better, hopefully that does. So this first one, I'm going to keep this person anonymous, but they said... I was wondering about you mentioning that men love to chase. I heard you say it a couple of times, but for me, I love to chase as well. This is coming from one of our girlies. Somehow, I always feel like I end up chasing the man, and I don't know how to stop that. Or maybe I shouldn't. Got any advice for me? Thanks a lot. So, yes, I have said this many times. Men are hunters, okay? When you think about back in the motherfucking Ice Age, what is it? You know, when they had the... What are they called? Cavemen. <laughs> That's what it is. Cavemen. 
back in those days with the fucking Neanderthals and shit, those men would go out and pick the berries and get the ox or whatever they would get. I wasn't there. I don't know. Um, and bring it back. And every day they would go out and hunt and bring, it, bring stuff back. And wifey would be sitting there with the baby, half human, half monkey, evolution, who knows what was going on. And the wife is like, cool, thank you. Thank you for the berries. Thank you for the grains. Thank you for bringing the harvest. That was what the men would go out and do. They would go and hunt, they would gather, and they would bring back. Men are still like that. They're still Neanderthals. They still want to go and hunt. And they love to chase. That is what they like to do. When you make it too easy for them sometimes, they start retracting. This is just an overall, my opinion, sue me if I'm wrong, but that is what they enjoy doing. So when you're out and a guy sees you and he comes up to you and starts flirting with you and immediately you give him your attention, I just think that there is something to just playing a little coy. I'm not saying you have to play hard to get to the point where you're like, ew, no, like not, not in a, in a dismissive way, but there is something to just being a little cheeky, like a little, mm, I don't know, like, you know, oh, thank you, but not giving them all of your attention at once because they enjoy the feeling of going out there and like working for it. They do. And maybe it's not all men, but there's a lot of men (laughs) from my experience, that enjoy that. Now, if you're a woman like me who doesn't mind approaching a guy, if I think that he's cute, that's how I got in my last relationship. Eh, We see how that turned out. But um, (laughs) I don't think that there's anything wrong with shooting your shot. But at the same time, you don't have to show all your cards at once. You know I'm a Scorpio, so I like the element of mystery. I don't think that there's anything wrong with shooting your shot. I don't think there's anything wrong with you know, letting a guy know that you're into it. But in my experience, even when you let him know that you're into it, retracting back a little bit makes them come for you so much harder. Like now they're like, oh, like she wants me. But then does she? Oh, I don't know. That is how you can chase and attract at the same time. If the kind of chasing you're doing is like triple texting a man, who's not responding to you and he's not giving you anything and he's playing your role now. (laughs) Now the roles have reversed and he's playing your role and he's not being as responsive. And you know, he's, he's ignored a text or two or you're replying to his stories and he's just liking it and not, not saying anything. No, 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 no. When you start chasing in that kind of way, that is when the ball is no longer in your court. You got to keep that ball in your court at all times and guard it with your life. Okay. Because the second, it feels like the second you give it to them, they disappear. But then the second you take it back, here they come. There's a reason for that. So listen, what's that whole affirmation they're saying on TikTok? I don't chase, I attract. I'm not saying you can't chase a little bit, but you know, they say the egg don't swim to the sperm. Never chase a man. You don't have to chase him. If you want to give him a little sum and pull back, cool. But don't be chasing after these men. Mm-mm. I don't even like to run. So no, no for that. 
That's my advice. I don't know if that helps, but that's my advice. Moving on. Here's my relationship story. Okay, so I've been in an on and off fuck buddy relationship with this guy for almost three years now. We used to only talk when he wants to hook up, but recently, about two months ago, we started talking every other day and not only about sex. Also, we never used to kiss when we hooked up. However, two weeks ago when we met up, he kissed me for the first time in three years. In that moment, my heart started racing and I had butterflies. The next day, he totally ignored me for a few days after that. And then last week, we hooked up again. And I told him it would be the last time if he wasn't willing to commit to me. Good for you. He agreed to end things, which to my surprise, wasn't exactly the outcome I expected. We haven't spoken since. He tried reaching out, but says only as a fuck buddy. So I stopped answering his texts and calls. I actually miss him so much. But I can't be doing this anymore if we can't be in an exclusive, committed relationship. I'm tired. What should I do? Please help. You did exactly what the fuck you were supposed to do. Okay? I understand the whole, you know, three-year thing. Maybe you guys did not properly communicate what it is that you wanted out of a relationship. However, it sounds like he now knows how to kind of finesse you and he knew that if he finally kissed you and like you finally finally gave you something that he could get what he wanted and he did and you both did at a time like you know you you decided like hey I don't want to just do this casually anymore I want to be in a committed relationship with you and he made the decision to miss out on you you didn't lose anything he is missing out on you so I, first of all, want to applaud you for setting boundaries and letting him know exactly what it is that you were going to stand for and what you weren't going to stand for and what you wanted out of your relationship together. It's just, it's interesting that, you know, after the kiss and clearly he probably guessed that you were like feeling excited about that, that he just ignored you. And like, I feel like that's kind of in a sense of, kind of like a spin-off of love bombing. I don't even know what it's what we would call it. Kind of like a what is it called? Crumbing. Isn't that what they call it? Crumbing where like they give you like breadcrumbs of little things to make you happy and then but never the whole pie. To me it feels like that's what he kind of did, but you know what? I also have to applaud him for saying I'm not ready to commit. So If this isn't what we can do, then we can't do anything else. But while you're setting up your boundaries with him and telling him, you know, that you don't just want a fuck buddy relationship, you have to be firm in those boundaries. And you're going to have to, it's going to be hard, okay? Because what do I say? I say, the dick you know is always better than the dick you don't know. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you have to, sometimes you want to stick to the dick you know. Sometimes it's so much easier to just double dip back in that dick. And it just makes life so much easier, right? But not really because your heart is in it. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Good dick is hard to find. But you deserve to be with someone that is 1000% about you and wants to be with you. And you don't have to have any kind of ultimatum with them about that. So honestly, he did you a favor. And it's just going to have to be time to move on. And unless, if you can separate the feelings from the sex, then keep having sex. Like, that's cool. 
But if you can't, don't get your heart wrapped up in something that's not going anywhere. He told you what he wanted and what he didn't want. So you got to, when people show you who they are, you have to believe them. And he told you. So anything that you do further from here is going to be on you. And I hate to be so, you know, big sis about that. But like, that's, it, it is, it is. I, I've been there. You know, somebody tells you, shows you their actions right to your face. And you're like, ah, mm, you know, have you seen that meme of um, DW from Arthur where the sign says like, where she's like, God, show me a sign. And <laughs> the sign is like, don't do it. And she's like, well, this doesn't help me or this doesn't affect me because I can't read. That's how we are in relationships sometimes. We are completely blind to the red flags and we just let shit slide because we're like, ah, okay, I see that. I see that train coming towards me, but I'm just going to have a picnic on the tracks just for a second and see what happens. Like, get the fuck off the tracks, go out there and meet somebody that is all about you and you don't have to have these conversations with, you know? So I'm proud of you. I'm glad you stopped answering his texts and calls. Like, I know that you miss him, but when you meet somebody else that gives you everything that you want, you're not going to miss him much anymore. So you set your boundaries, stick to them. Proud of you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this show is sponsored by better help you guys i have a confession to make i have not talked to my therapist in like a week and a half and i try to keep a steady weekly appointment but I was traveling, she was traveling, and I am so excited for my next session because therapy can truly give you the tools to find more balance in your life so that you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. And that's what I love about it so much. Like, I feel 
just like a more balanced, well-rounded version of myself when I have someone else to bounce my ideas off of, you know, give my thoughts and just kind of throw things at the wall, see where they land. And I'm not feeling a fear of judgment. And I'm really just getting somebody to help me work through those thoughts and feelings. It's the best. Now, if you haven't tried therapy, but you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash All right, friends, you know we do the therapy talk. I mean, all the time, pretty much every single episode, but I really want for you guys to start diving into this if you haven't already. Like, it's an amazing way to kick off the summer, you know, feeling fresh, feeling fun, and feeling fulfilled. I think that that is the most important thing. So let me know if you do end up trying BetterHelp. I would love to hear about your experience. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, so today... Yes. We had some people write in. Oh, God. And they need some help because they want to know if they Mm -hmm. should take back their ex, Sneaky Link, whoever it may be. And since you are the queen of letting shit go Mm -hmm. so you can thrive, Mm -hmm. they need your advice. (laughs) Are you ready? Are you ready? One second, my sister. (laughs) Let me do a quick prayer. (laughs) You already prayed for me in my Primark. You don't need (laughs) Primark prayers for all. Amen, my sister. Give me the drama. Ready? Yes. One month ago, I found out my boyfriend of nine years cheated two years ago and has been keeping in contact with her, emotionally cheating, ever since. I immediately had him move out, but this is such a deep betrayal and I'm having a hard time accepting the finality of it all. My brain knows I need to move on without him, but the huge feeling of loss is unbearable at times. I know you went through a breakup recently, too, and would love some advice on how to move forward. Thanks, bestie. So I went through a breakup in November, and you went through a breakup... Years ago. Years, years ago. ago. So roughly like two, three years, two, three years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been single ever since. <laughs> Thriving. But you yeah. know, so they've been together for nine years and he mm. cheated two years ago, but he's still in contact with the bitch. So he wants to be with her. That's and my first reaction. That's number one. But do you know why I don't blame her, yeah? I feel like sometimes with us as women, it's easier to go back to an ex just because of the comfortability. Mm. Like, you don't want to get to know someone else, meet someone else when you know that that person feels like home. Yeah. But he fucking dogged you out, sis. Yeah. Like, and you're still in contact. This yeah. is the woman that basically ruined your relationship and you still you still want to chat to mm-hmm. her, yeah? You still want to mm-hmm. be calling her doing pillow talk. Yeah, I'll break the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Deep it. The Scorpio on me is like, I will break you. Both of y'all can go. Yeah. Both of y'all can go. I I just feel like he doesn't care enough. Yeah. Because it should be a thing where he's like, yeah, and I'm never going to speak to her again. I'm focused on us. You're still in contact with an emotional cheating to me. I feel like is worse than like, like you're telling me you love her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You think about her? Yeah. (laughs) Nah. To me, it just feels worse because it's like, you have emotions for this? Yeah. Yeah. Go be with her then. I mean, nine years of a relationship. A First of all, I don't know how old you guys are, if you've been talking about marriage or what you Ooh. what what your relationship is, but yeah. nine years with someone ten years. is a fucking lifetime, basically. Yeah. In this day and age, yeah. unless you met him when you were like 12, 
Yeah. You've been together for a long fucking time. And the fact that he did that and didn't immediately cut it off Mm. and say, I am so sorry. This will never happen again. I will never speak to her again. He's still speaking to her. So let him go realize his dreams and go be with her then. It's really bad because I feel like this guy wants to have his cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. But it's weird because I have different mentalities. I've always said, yeah, do not let your boyfriend stop you from finding your husband. Facts. Yes. (laughs) So just because I'm in a relationship with you doesn't mean that I'm not going to be out here looking for my man. Because (gasps) you're going to disappoint me at one one point is coming. Bella. You know when it's too good? He's buying you flowers, taking your sweet dates, telling you sweet nothings. Uh It just, it never lasts. Mm. So I'm going to need the, the backup team. Mm. Just two or three scattered around London. Yeah. For safety. <laughs> two or three for safety. But yeah, but not if I'm in a long-term relationship. Yeah. Well, like, that, so for me, and I've talked about this before, when I got out of my most recent relationship, yeah. that was the first relationship in my life, which mm. the other ones, I was younger. I met my ex when I was 24, but mm. that was the first time in my life that I didn't have a backup plan set up. <gasps> because... Towards the end of these other relationships, I was already kind of emotionally cheating. Like I was already yeah. one foot out of the door when I knew that it was it was ending. Mm-hmm. I would cultivate a little something, something on the side so that it I had makes, a little. It makes sense because women break up before they actually break exactly. up. Exactly, exactly. So it's calm. But this one, because it mm-hmm. was a long term relationship, and I didn't see myself with anybody else, I was like, "This is end game. Like we're getting married. We're we're doing. We're having these Marriage. conversations." I didn't have anything. Oh, on the roster. Shit. So when I got out of it, I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> so yeah, I don't, what? <laughs> I was like, I don't have anything. Like it was silent. It was silent. Yo. It was silent. That's what I'm saying. Don't let your boyfriend stop you from finding your husband because now the, the boyfriend's not there anymore. Mm. Where's your husband? And now the way that I feel and while mm. I feel like if somebody, if you're like, this is my husband, mm. maybe don't have side dudes. But then at the same time, at this point in my life, I'm like, I am single until I am married. And that's on peers and that's on facts. You have to drag um, me yeah. off of Raya. I just, <laughs> I just feel like it's going to take, because women know they're worth way more now, yeah? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's taken a lot more to get us off the streets because we're running to the streets. Whenever it's all, she belongs to the street. Yes, yes, I do. Round the corner and down the road. <laughs> Don't play with me. That's where I belong and that's where I stay. Yes. <sighs> exactly. Thank you. Shaking our asses on a yacht. Yes. In Dubai. In a thong. I need to buy a thong. What do you think about thong bikinis? I, oh, I'm obsessed. I love that. I was never into them when I was in a relationship because... Yeah. I, <laughs> but now, girl... Yeah. Girl, I can't wait. Everybody got to see my ass. I worked too hard yeah. on this ass. Literally. Everybody got to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody deserves to see I it. I just, um, yeah, I'm planning out my bikinis for the summer. I'm yeah. Excited. Well, that's what the person who wrote in also needs to do. Amen. I think it's time to let him go. Yeah, book a one-way trip to Dubai, babe. You'll right. forget about him. <laughs> when right. those shakes are picking you up at the, at the mall, buying your expensive yes. things, you think you're going to care about my man that was speaking to my girl from two years ago? Okay. Sit down. He'll take you to cardio and you'll forget all Ooh, about that. Amen. But I get that. I, I understand the feeling of the loss because the loss hurts. Like that shit hurts so bad, especially when it's a long-term relationship and you guys probably have been talking about next steps. Yeah. It hurts like nothing fucking else. But what I need you to do is feel the hurt all the way mm. to the fullest extent because by the time you make it out of it, once the clouds clear, 
Mm. You will not be thinking about him anymore. But yeah. if you don't allow yourself to feel it, Mm. then there will be moments moving forward where you want to contact him. You need to get to the point where you get to no contact. I don't even want to look at you. I look at pictures of my yeah. ex now and I'm like, Ow. I was attracted to you. I was under no. a spell. No, <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. There's nothing against him. Yeah. But I don't want it. Yeah. So you have to get to that point. I just feel like the only way to get over a guys to get under a new one simply because no you have to listen to me here yes, this is yes. the greatest advice you'll ever hear I promise you have to get under a new one mm. because how are you missing the warmth of your ex mm. if you're underneath the warmth of somebody right. else because sometimes no, sometimes that's true because sometimes you don't actually miss the person you miss the affection and the love and the cuddles and the kisses yeah you miss the comfort and the bring me my vapionos on your way yeah. home from work <laughs> Yeah, and, and put the chili flakes on top. I love yeah. this at lunch. No one loves my Of course, pastard. I love my That's what you need. You need a warm bowl of pasta. Yeah. And you need you need to move on. Because mm. this guy doesn't fucking care. Yeah, like at all. If he cared, he would have cut it off and he didn't. So mm-hmm. bye. So I'm married for one and a half years now, and here's my story. I'm 23 and he's cheated on me three times now. Ah <laughs> sorry. 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 I'm sorry. sorry. Oh my God. I'm sorry. You felt that. I'm sorry. You felt it as if she's so young. She's so young. I'm sorry. Nah, okay. I'm sorry. Let me listen. Okay. He's cheated on me three times now. All three times he told me that they offered him something that I am not offering him. I tried changing myself to be more perfect for him. I'm going to throw up. Recently, I decided, fuck it. And I went to see a lawyer. Good. The man has the audacity to start changing now. And I mean, it's been two months and he's literally different. However, my heart is shattered and mentally I'm not in my marriage anymore. Even though my head says give him another chance, my heart is saying fucking get out and live your life. So my question still is, should I give him another chance? Nah, tell him to fuck off and suck his mum, bro. I'm so sorry. I hate when men do this. Because remember, Lil' Kim went through something similar. Mm. Like, I think her dude was cheating on her with, like, like European girls. So then she done she made changes to, like, her face, mm. her skin, and she only wore blonde wigs. And it's like, a man has made you feel like you are not enough. Get the fuck out. Get out of there. Because whenever you're in a, a shit situation, sometimes you feel like, oh, am I going to find any better? And you just, you're very comfortable. And then you meet someone else and it's like, this is what I've been missing out yes. on. Right. Like yes. good guys actually do exist. Yes. And I feel like it's very dangerous and toxic for her to stay in that situation because you know that self-doubt, like doubt in what you look like and all of that, mm-hmm. that doesn't just disappear overnight. Yeah. You're going to have to relearn yourself and relearn that you are that bitch and that you're beautiful and that someone out there is going to appreciate you. Yes. Like, how has he flipped cheating on her? Mm-hmm. Or oh, the reason why I cheat is because these girls have something that you don't. Yeah. Go no, be with them. Go, go be, be with them. them. Go be with them. If they have it and I don't. Narcissist. Oh. Go be. No, there is nothing that they have that you don't have. What he doesn't have is self-control. Exactly. Or self-respect or respect for you. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with you. He made it her fault, basically. Yes. Yes. And now he's trying to make you think that he has changed because he's done two months of good behavior. Let me tell you something. Two months of good behavior does not erase the three times that he has cheated on you. Mm-hmm. 
and you are young. And do you know, do you know how I want this divorce to to pan out? I want her to have everything. <laughs> I want her to take the house, yes. the car, the businesses. Uh-huh. She walks away with everything. Mm-hmm. No, because what have you done? What have you? Mm-hmm. What have you offered me? But you know what? I guarantee you, he doesn't have shit because mm-hmm. a man who is actually stable, stable and content and happy with himself, yeah. isn't seeking validation outside of his home. Yeah. And not seeking validation outside of his marital bed. Yeah. Only when men are insecure. Only when you... Honestly, this is a hot take. But only when you have too much to offer and he cannot measure up, mm-hmm. do they go and do that shit. I'm sorry. I don't I don't buy the whole... Well, I like, guess... I, I really think... I'm going to send this, this, this podcast link to a couple members. Because it's true... Maybe they they wasn't man enough for me. No, thank you. They're not. They're not. They're never fucking not. Of like that. Yeah. Oh, one thousand percent. One thousand percent. I always used to think because the way you've put it, it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I always used to think like, like basically the majority of my favorite female rappers have been cheated on, mm-hmm. and then I always look at them like you're beautiful. Yep. You're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Like why? How are we all going through the same thing? Because it and doesn't it's, matter. Yeah. It's them because they're fucking weak mm-hmm. because they can't measure up because they feel inadequate. They then go mm-hmm. and try to seek validation and seek whatever from girls, honestly, who don't can't even fucking hold a candle to you. And that's mm-hmm. not me trying to put women against women. But half of these bitches, no, it's true. They, you they can't. You could have never held a candle against me, okay. bitch. Okay. <laughs> you like literally couldn't even measure up to your fucking pinky toenail mm. if you even have one. Yeah, mine. <laughs> that's actually a very sensitive subject. How did we go there? I'm sure I'm I put it in, in the list of things that we're not allowed to talk about. We don't mention my toenail because I would never do that to you. <laughs> and I would never talk to you like that. And I would never put you on blast that way. I just say, you know, I'm none of us have it. Okay. None of us do. Mine's a little one. She's a little. She's, can but you, I almost knocked her off the other day. Off oh. the glasses. <laughs> we don't look down there. No bad bitches have a full pinky toenail. Period. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They can't even <laughs> do half the shit that you do. And you're looking at, and that's the problem. When women get cheated mm. on, especially women who have shit going for themselves, you'll be looking at yourself like, well, what does she have that I don't? It's not that she even has half. She just praises him for what he barely has. Amen. It's true. She'll sit over there and fucking suck his dick for doing the bare fucking minimum. She doesn't have to pick up his dirty drawers off the floor. She doesn't have to fucking make his dinner. She doesn't have to listen to him whine. She doesn't have to fucking be there and stroke his back when he can't get it up. Amen. Three nights in a row. Uh, My sister, you're you're really spitting Mm. (laughs) back. Let me find out. So. This is to my my next nigga, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Let me find out. If you're going to cheat on me, that's fine. Yeah? Because I'll just cheat back at this point. I'm oh. so tired. Yeah? But let me find out you cheated on me with a girl that has a longer pinky toenail than me. That's why I draw the fucking line. That's, that's that is where I draw the line. That's out of pocket. How that's, could you? How could you? Yeah. Because she has things that I don't have. That's the one thing oh. that she got. <laughs> that's the one thing that she has on you. That's the one thing. And oh she can have that. And take, she can have that. Take some some water. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? And but they'll try topic. to make it seem like it's you, and mm. it's not you. It so, is it's them. Like deflecting. It's always going to be them. Yeah, it's always going to be the men because the men, they're rugly anyways. Mm-hmm. When Very. you think, have you ever looked at your exes and been like, I must have been under some sort of witchcraft. Oh, sorcery, full sorcery. It's giving voodoo. Yeah. And the things that they say mm-hmm. 
Now, I was telling Nella at lunch, you know, I talk a lot of shit and I, I share a lot, but there's some mm-hmm. shit, there's some shit that I haven't shared. Who knows when I will? But Nella knows it's he. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I feel like when you really sit back at your past relationships and you think about the shit that you allowed mm. because you were in love, like you have to give yourself grace into knowing that like you were in love, you were in a different place, you valued this person, you thought the world of this person and they did something to change that view. Mm. But when you are so madly in love with somebody and you respect somebody so much, there's a lot of shit that you let slide. Love is blind. Love is fucking blind and love is stupid sometimes. My sister, wow. I don't <laughs> even have a cataract in this one because the stuff, I'm legally blind, babe. Yes. Yes. No, clearly. Yes. It's stupid sometimes. But you know what? I think that that's okay when, when it's with the right person yeah. who deserves it. Because but, I'm not going to keep myself from being from feeling those feelings for somebody so like, I want to be drunk in love too. Who deserves it? Which a man? Right, right. Uh, from right from this planet. Right. <laughs> well, that's part of the problem. Oh, okay. Right, but like that's that's <laughs> that. Right. Who deserves us? And that's part two of this episode. Yes. Who deserves it? No one. No one. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode. We need to talk. The acclaimed Showtime original docuseries, Couples Therapy, returns with an addictive and revealing new season. Dr. Orna is back in session, helping four new couples grapple with real issues from religion and sex to polyamorous power dynamics. Collider says it's like nothing else on TV. It's breakup or breakthrough with the new season of Couples Therapy. Couples Therapy is now streaming with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Visit ParamountPlus.com to try it for free.